When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Turn up your volume. Because you're about to listen to The Sick Podcast with Tony Maradero. 55 seconds left in the penalty, a minute and 27 seconds left in regulation time. Boston 4, Montreal 3. Lafleur coming out rather gingerly on the right side. He gives it into Lemaire, back to Lafleur. Oh! The sickest Montreal Canadiens podcast. <laughs> there is a bomb! Sports entertainment like no other. Rejoint, on lui fait perdre la rondelle une passe devant. Et c'est la You found the dogs! John, you found the dogs! He found the dogs! And all together they worked a young team to the top. And now a 24th Stanley Cup banner will hang from the rafters of the famous forum in Montreal. The Canadians win the Stanley Cup. Brought to you by Energy Transportation Group. Driven to be different. La TV. Embrace your true nature. And Playground. Your premier gaming destination. It's going to be sick. Good Friday evening, everyone. I am your host for the Sick Podcast on this Friday evening. My name is Matt O'Han, the Hebrew Hammer. I'm back. All right. Um, let's get uh, the business out of the way. So the Sick Podcast is brought to you by Energy Transportation Group. Energy Transportation Group has been recently named by Deloitte and CIBC as one of Canada's best managed companies. The country's leading business award recognizing innovative uh, and award-winning uh, uh, world-class companies. The best managed Canadian companies designation fuels energy's purpose of creating progress for our customers, our employees, and our communities. Join a winning team and check out Energy's career page for more available opportunities. We're also brought to you by Playground. Don't miss Playground's August Million Poker Series from August 23rd to September 4th. With $1 million in guaranteed prize pools, seven championship ring events, and a $600,000 guaranteed main event. Located just over the Mercier Bridge, only minutes away from downtown Montreal, Playground. And by, of course, La Beta TV, brewed in Quebec and a winner of a dozen international awards, La, De- La Beta TV offers quality microbrewery beers made with premium ingredients for everyone's taste. La Beta TV, embrace 
Your True Nature, and by Murphy Clinic, who are an aesthetic clinic specializing in medical aesthetic care. They offer permanent laser hair removal as well as a wide range of treatments for skin problems such as acne, rosacea, fine lines, and more. They currently have two clinics, one located in Montreal's Shop Angus and their second location on the North Shore in Terrebonne. They're also opening up soon in Quebec City. Visit murphyclinic.ca or on Instagram at Murphy Clinic. All right, one thing we have to get out of the way right off the bat is uh, I'm sorry, but this is a pre-recorded show. As you can tell by my t-shirt, this is where I will be tonight. By the time this is airing, I will be balls deep in a mosh pit at the Metallica concert. So it is a pre-recorded show. If you do happen to uh, see me there, uh, if you're going to, you know, be watching this uh, on Saturday or after the show, come say hi if you see me. This is the magic of podcasting. We could do things pre-recorded as well. Sorry for that. We will be back to live programming next week. All right. Uh, two big things happened this week. One involving the Montreal Canadiens happened on Sunday. Tony talked about it a bit. And another thing happened in hockey Generally, it was a pretty major groundbreaking thing by the QMJHL. Uh, you may have heard that they banned fighting. We're going to talk about that with one of my favorite guests, Charles Alexi Brisebois. Charles, how are we doing? I'm doing great. That being said, right now, I'm kind of jealous of you because knowing that you go to Metallica and I'm not, uh, I'm jealous of you, I'm going to tell you. But other than that, I'm fine. <laughs> yeah, uh, this is going to be my actually my third time seeing them. I'm super, super oh, excited. Yeah. Uh, they're my favorite band. So uh, anytime they come... I have to see them because you know when it's uh, when they're that old, you never know when it's going to be the last time. So, uh, very yeah. very excited for tonight's show. Um, all right, let's talk about the trade first before we get into fighting. Uh, what did you think? Initial reactions. My initial reaction cannot be said on <laughs> on air because I, I was really really I was surprised. Obviously, um, you know one of the reasons um, that we may think why Jeff Petrie is coming back to Montreal and it was not on his no trade clause is because no one expected that he would be back in Montreal and it was the case for his family visibly and it was the mm -hmm. case for us too because uh, I, I did not have on my bingo card Jeff Petrie coming back to Montreal 13 months after being traded. It was long to trade him, you know, it took a few months because the, the demand came during the season and the trade came in the offseason. But right now, you know, the, 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 the situation is different because there is one more, uh, one less year on his contract. He has only two years. Uh, the, the, the Pittsburgh, they, they, they retain 25% uh, of the contract. So it's way easier to trade a contract like that. In the in the NHL, that's way more accountable than before with the cap who, who is who is going to to rise next year too. So it's mm -hmm. an easier sell for Kent Hughes. So I don't think it's going to take months before seeing Jeff Petrie going uh, going back again. Yeah, and you know what? Um, I I agree with you. I think he's going to get traded. I think everyone expects him to get traded. Um, the the biggest thing for me is you know like Kent Hughes. It's it's exactly what Stu Cowan tells us uh, whenever we talk about this trade is that. Very professional. He tell he knows Jeff Petrie probably doesn't want to be here, um, so he's going to tell him. Listen, again, I know you don't want to be here because we already dealt with this. We're going to do our best, but if you know the season comes and you don't, uh, and you're still a member of this team, that's what you are—a member of this team—and you will be professional. I will try to honor uh, your request and send you somewhere uh, for the right value, but I'm not going to take you on uh you know pennies on the dollar kind of deal so loved it right off the bat um getting rid of mike hoffman 
you know, that was good. Um, I thought that we would see that at the deadline. I, you know, this is the interesting part for me is that getting rid of two players, Mike Hoffman and Rem Pitlick. I really liked Rem Pitlick for, uh, for what it's Mm -hmm. worth, but um, getting rid of two players definitely signals to me that they're ready to, you know, tell one of their young guys, Hey, there's, there's spots up for grabs, you know, go, go show me what Mm -hmm. you can do out there. And I'm excited to see now preseason is going to be really, really interesting in that respect, because who's going to take it, you know, that that's what I want to see. Yeah, absolutely. And we have a race now for the training camp because uh, if you include uh, Hoffman and Pitlick, who asked for a trade, by the way, and we just didn't know about it, um, there were something like 16 forwards. So, of course, there were going to be a guy like Rem Pitlick who was probably going to, to the waivers, but Mike Hoffman was in town to stay. Now you remove Mike Hoffman from the equation and you add the fact that maybe Christian Dvorak is not going to be healthy to start the season. And right now you have 13 spots and you have spot for one young guy. So you may bring a Joshua Roy, a Riley Kidney, Emil Eineman, whoever you want, whoever has a good training camp and deserves to start the season, you can bring him up. And if there are some injuries during the season, which will happen, obviously, you're going to have some spots for the young kids. And if one is cold and one is hot in Laval or whatever, you can switch them up. So you're going to have to, uh, in competition à l'interne, as we say in French, so everybody's mm-hmm. going to compete against each other. So that's going to be really interesting. And the fact that Mike Hoffman is gone now, instead of, for example, as you said, um, at the trade deadline with 50% retention, it's really a huge, huge, huge advantage for Kent Hughes because he now has uh, way more room to to work with uh, with Martin Saint-Louis and all the, the, the forwards. Yeah, excited to see, you know, like so much hype around uh, player the players that you mentioned, namely Joshua Roy. I'm really, really excited to see him at the NHL mm-hmm. level because, you know, it's always first of all it's always exciting when it's a good chenu that that's the first thing but when it's a fifth round pick on top of it that is mm. just you know you ha- he's has Connor Bedard complimenting him he has mm-hmm. you know he's ripping it up in the queue and he played mm. super super well for team canada at the world juniors that that's always a very very exciting prospect and uh i think a lot of people you know we're, we're gonna see if he can handle the pressure because that's already I, i'm sure he's feeling it a little bit wouldn't you think yeah, probably because he had such great seasons since he was drafted. And don't forget, he was a first pick overall in the queue four years ago. So we can see the potential. But when he was in St. John, it was not great for him for whatever reasons. We don't know exactly why. But once he was traded to Le Phoenix de Sherbrooke, it was way better for him. And he, he has he, he has a lot of confidence now that he can use, as you said, um, with Team Canada. He was with the Laval Rocket last year during the the the, the run for the Calder Cup. He played one game, if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. So he has that. He, he has a lot of experience. I think for a guy who doesn't st- who still needs to have his first full pro season, it's it's really interesting. And you know, if he starts uh, with the Rocket, it's going to be fine too because a, a young kid needs to develop in Laval in normal circumstances. So I think he's going to go to Laval I think he's going to acclimate to the the pro level and I'm pretty sure I'm pretty confident to say that we're going to see him at some point during uh, during next season oh yeah I you'd have to think that he's you know with the way injuries have gone for this team in the past two years uh hopefully it's not as bad as it was but there's going to be an injury I mean that's just hockey so um Mm -hmm. you know I I would you'd have to think 
he's number one on that list right now. I I'm saying, you know, there are obviously guys who, who mm-hmm. really impressed. Like I was actually, I was at that one game that the, the rocket played in the playoffs. And, uh, there was one player who really stood out to me and it was Emil Heineman. I, I thought he yep. was, uh, flying all over the ice. Um, you know, just some things to polish obviously, but for, for a young player like that to just be, having the confidence playing against men and, you know, being everywhere on the ice in a game where they didn't do much. I think they lost mm-hmm. four nothing and they had very little offensive chances in that game. Um, yeah. it, it's, it's quite something to stand out in a game like that. So uh, that'll be exciting. And Hey, they got a second round pick too. People love picks. Um, they got a second round pick out of it and a goaltender Casey to Smith. So what do we think about that? Uh, now they have uh, three goalies. So is that an insurance policy? I'm not so sure. Yeah, they, they added a lot. They added Natalie Garretou, who's going to be in the mix. Maybe if he has a good beginning of the season, he could be a call-up. But um, the case of Casey DeSmith is really, is really special because right now there are four goaltenders, if you include Caden Primo, who needs mm-hmm. to go through the waivers to go back to Laval or, or whatever you want to to do with them i think it's uh expected at this point that primo is going to go through waivers that uh, he's going to go to laval that's that's sad but there are still another um goaltender that, that that you need to 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 remove from that lineup and you know anything can happen in the nhl so uh, i don't think it's the case and i have nothing to that th- believes me to 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 believe that it's going to happen but maybe jake allen is injured and he's going to receive the matt murray treatment and he's going to bo- go on the ltr it's possible maybe and uh, maybe he's going to be traded i don't think it's the case because of his contract but maybe he's going to be traded maybe the the negotiation with um with uh, samuel montambo are not going to be as good and as expected and kent hughes who said to montambo a few days ago you're here to stay maybe he's going to change his mind so they, these are all scenarios that can happen but right now I think that the most likely is to see uh, Casey DeSmith being traded to another team before he plays one game for the Montreal Canadiens. Um, you know, Kent Hughes didn't talk to to the media mm-hmm. for days before the the after the trade. Jeff Petrie didn't talk, and Casey DeSmith didn't talk too. You you saw Nathalie Garry giving interviews to to many reporters. The second pick obviously doesn't talk, but Casey DeSmith didn't talk, and we we don't really talk about it because I, I think we're all focused on Jeff Petrie right now. But I wouldn't be surprised if DeSmith could start the season somewhere else uh, if he could be traded in the next few few days, few weeks, or whatever. I I'm not sure he's going to be in Montreal for the the golf tournament. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm in a complete agreement with you. Not a lot of people are talking about Casey DeSmith. Um, it, it's so interesting because th- this is like, we know Kent Hughes now is looking for another trade. Like we know it. And uh, it's exciting because we're because of what he was able to get for, uh, you know, trading Mike Hoffman and, and the haul he was able to get, you know, it, it's like, what's what's coming next you know what what kind of crazy master class move is he gonna pull now speaking of master class kyle dubas uh didn't do too shabby on that trade either mm-hmm. you know he, he only had to give up one first round pick to to get a hundred point player that was that last year so that's uh that was quite something but uh yeah, yeah I'm, I'm excited to see what what they could pull off next because you know i think correct me if i'm wrong montreal could still retain 50 percent of the 75% of his salary. So that can, and Jeff Petrie just lost a step, but he's not, uh, you know, he's not a pylon out there on the ice. So Mm -hmm. that's something to me that can, that, that can fetch 
a first round pick. You know, that's a that's a yeah. the defenseman with a lot, a lot of experience and a lot like you saw it when he got injured in the playoffs. The Canadians were lost against Tampa Bay mm-hmm. when he uh, when he went down. So I'm expecting a, a pretty pretty big haul for for Jeff he- Jeff Petrie, and I think there'd be a pretty big market for a defenseman like that. Let's talk about the the fifty percent retention that Kent Hughes can can keep. Also, you know, right now he's in Montreal for seventy five percent of his contract, so four point six something million dollars. Yeah. So Kent Hughes can keep up to two point three, and I think the fact that Kent Hughes uh, has such a return for basically Mike Hoffman and Rem Pitlick, which have no values in, in Montreal <laughs> anymore, it's because he he took for me the the the, the guess that he could turn those contracts into something and he proved it in the past. So I think he said, yeah, okay, give me Jeff Petrie at 75% and give me uh, Casey DeSmith. I think he's at $1.8 million for next year. Mm-hmm. So I, I think he said, I, I can do something with that. If Kent Hughes wanted to to have trade Jeff Petrie at 50% of his current value in Montreal, I think he would already be gone. So I think for me, the the the, the thing that, that blocks the trade or something is the fact that he says, yeah, 2.3 is a great acquisition for anyone but can he be a good acquisition at three or at almost 4.4.6 million dollars i don't think he want to retain a lot of money because uh, since he he became the gm of the montreal canadians he retained salaries only on uh, at the deadline for the end of the season and the only mm-hmm. exception is joel Edmondson for one year jeff petrie has two more years and Next year, the, the 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 salary cap is gonna be way higher. He's gonna have a lot more leverage to to use uh, for the free agent. So I'm not sure he wants to um, to to have himself 2.3 million dollars on the cap for Jeff P3. I think he wants this amount to be uh, significant significantly less. So I think that's what block is blocking right now. He wants to retain not no salary, but uh, as less as possible. All right. Well, uh, you know, this is it's it's an exciting time. I mean, uh, you know, last week I was talking with Stu Cowan. It wasn't so exciting because there was freaking nothing going on. Exactly. <laughs> and then uh, two days later, uh, Kent Hughes gives everyone in the Montreal media this uh, this gold to talk about yeah. for uh, for months to come until training camp <laughs> starts and then preseason. So it's very, very ex- another exciting time to be a Montreal Canadiens fan. Um so let, let's talk about uh, the big, big rule change now that w- happened in the queue yesterday. Um, so for those who don't know, uh, new rule in the queue, uh, no more fighting. So uh, I'll read the first two paragraphs of this. In order to prevent physical and psychological violence uh, that may result in minor or serious injury or in extreme circumstances death, the QMJHL is responsible for establishing rules of intervention when a fight occurs between two or more people during a game, regardless of whether they are players or other team members. Uh, Rule 47 of the playing rules, starting with the 2023-24 season, that's this upcoming season, provides for for fights being prohibited with more restrictive and dissuasive sanctions in order to emphasize a safe quality of play uh, conducive to the development of hockey players participating in QMJHL activities. All right. Um, Right when, you know what, let's let your initial reaction on that. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. 
What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. You know, we heard about it for for a while. We knew it was in the cards, so uh, I, I was expecting that that news. Um, I don't think it's such a bad idea because some of those players are really young. You can come in mm. uh, at this league at 16 and you play against guys who are. 19 20 sometimes they finish the season at 21 um so it's four or five years more than you and at that age it's a it's a really big difference um i would have liked to see something uh like if you're more than 18 you can fight and if you're less than 18 you have to have a a full face so we can recognize you on the on the ice or something like that I think it would have been uh, maybe a little bit more appropriate, but uh, if you want to protect the, the 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 very very young guys of our society in Quebec and the Maritimes, you need to you need to establish some rules like that. I think because we are aware of the consequences of the of the concussions, we see that those young uh, brains are not totally developed at, at at 16 or at 17. So having those measures to protect them, I I don't think you can be against that reality that being said uh, i'm curious to see how it will affect uh the 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 the, the hockey game and the, the fact that are those players going to be drafted or anything that that remains to be seen but for for protect for pro, uh, protecting the young guys i don't think it's such a, a bad idea yeah so uh my my initial reaction was i loved it and i still love it because exactly for the reason you said it like this is these are 16 to 20, 20 in some cases 21 year old kids um just thinking of the longevity of hockey you know this i'm going really macro right now um hockey uh is already a dwindling uh you know not a lot of people are playing it anymore more people are picking up a basketball or a soccer ball in canada that's a, that's a fact for the people yeah. who are going to destroy me in the con in the comments right now this is a fact one of the reasons of course it's a very expensive sport to play but the other reason is it's even in non-contact leagues contact happens and you got to protect a kid's head like you got to protect the brain because 0.01 of the of minor hockey players will make it to the nhl i don't know if that's an actual statistic but if someone told me it i would believe it um so this is the part that like really bothers me was like the was the reaction to it you know people commenting you know this is, this is so soft a snowflake league I, I i'm done watching this first of all you never watch the queue so shut up but, you know like who are you <laughs> um second of all is like it's just hockey like everyone was like oh there's going to be more cheap shots well mario Cicchini, who's the who's now the commissioner of the queue uh, is a very very smart guy. He's gonna have a, probably a pretty big meeting with the officials, saying you're you're also gonna be cracking down on you know plays that are not a part that are not a part of hockey. The cheap shots, the extra hacks, you know whatever the case may be for what people are making the argument of what people are gonna get players are gonna get away with. But the biggest thing for me is that like people are like 
fighting is a is a part of hockey. No, it's not. It's an illegal play. It's it's an illegal thing to do in hockey, which is why you get a five minute penalty, sometimes a ten minute misconduct, sometimes you get kicked out of the game. So this is not a hockey play. It's 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 just it's barbaric, and I I'm not okay with sixteen to twenty year olds fighting. Uh, so good on the queue for doing that. You know, in the NHL, I, I I'll be honest, I enjoy a good hockey fight. You know, sometimes it needs to be done, but when there's a clean hit, uh, you know, a 16 or 17 year old is going to throw a clean hit and, you know, knock someone on their ass. I don't want to see them get pounded in the face for that because they got to answer the mm-hmm. bell for a clean hit. It's ridiculous. You know, people right. are so against headshots for a multitude of reasons, which are very valid. What's the difference between a check to the head versus multiple punches to the face? You know, there's mm-hmm. not much difference in terms of concussion giving. So, uh, for all those that are going to destroy me in the comments, go right ahead. You don't hold the same opinion as me. That's your right. But, uh, you know, in the NHL, sure. Uh, you know, have, have fighting still be a thing. It's dwindling anyways. We're lucky to see one fight every five games anyways. So, you know, that's okay. Um, but in terms of, uh, you know, minor hockey, I think that this is a great move uh, and that no fighting should be happening. You know, uh, I, I, I could see your side of like, 18 years old and older go right ahead um but still uh, you know again like most of these guys aren't making it to the pros so you really want to make that choice and uh Mm -hmm. be roped into something that most of the time you don't really want to do anyways because there's no stage fighting in in minor hockey so uh yeah i'm uh, i'm all for this and you know you want the, those players to be really versatile you know you want them to to be able to not do one thing on the ice but do many things and if they're just there to fight it's dangerous for for the others around them so maybe they they're going to need to adjust their game and to it, it may improve the the quality of the play on, on that front and another aspect that we're not talking about is the the psychological aspect you you ask many many guys who, who were um, were fighters in the NHL, they were afraid before a game when they knew mm. they had to fight against uh, Georges Larac or a, a big guy, you know? So it, it was terrifying. So if it's hard for an adult, it's going to be hard for a 16, 17, 18, 19 years old too. So if you remove that that factor, the, the QMGHL could be more appealing to guys because you know you're you're cleaning house on the uh, on on all the things the bad things that we're hearing on the queue and the uh, initiations that were stories that are unveiling from the past years and you remove the the the, the fact that they cannot fight on the ice maybe the players are going to feel way more safe to play in the queue mm-hmm. so that's an important aspect for 16 17 18 years old yeah and you know what uh, already i'm pretty sure um they were getting suspensions if they were fighting as it was, you know, I think that was already a thing in some cases, or if it was like you were done for the game kind of thing. Like if you fought, you're out for the game, it's over. And I I just think it's great. I think it's great because I think we've, uh, hockey doesn't need fighting. And and I know people think it sells, but like, you know, I, I think of the Canadians against the Bruins uh, all those years ago. I think the Bruins won that game eight to five and there was a line brawl. And there, it was like, but before that line brawl, there were like fights every two minutes. And I'm just like, man, can you play hockey already? Like, what is going on here? Like, that's what people really watch. Like, you don't see uh, the NHL marketing uh, with all due respect to these guys, uh, Nicolas Delaurier or, you know, 
back in our day, it was like, uh, who was it? Uh, Logan Shaw was brought into the Canadians. You know, like they're not promoting these mm-hmm. guys. They're not promoting Orion Reeves. They're promoting their stars, and that's the way it should be. So I just think uh, it's a good idea. Any anything that you know has less contact with head in or less probability of head injuries is a good thing for the sport. And I think people need to realize that because it's not really a matter of sure. There's the fine, you know, you want to have a fight. Most of the time it won't result in much, but those times where, you know, I was in the building when George Paros got knocked out onto the ice I, w- I was there when Mike Brown hit him in the face and he fell to the ice, hit his chin on the ice. His career was over after that. You know, mm-hmm. like, I don't need to see that with a 16 year old. That That's no. just, I don't, I can't, I can't believe this is up for debate for some people. And like, they're like totally against this taking a hard stance. Yeah. It's just, it's, it's insane to me. Yeah. And imagine, I, I know he was playing in the OHL last year, but Arbor Jacka is in the, he was in the NHL last year and he was, he was fighting against all of the biggest guys. And a few months before he was in the Canadian junior league. So he was in the OHL, not the Q obviously, mm-hmm. but it's, it's the same level. Imagine a, a guy like Jack I, uh, against, even if, if you're a, a big guy for the junior, you're not Arbor Jack I's size. So mm-hmm. it, it's insane to, to, to think that there are some guys like that and you authorize fighting against guys that are, way smaller so i don't I, i think it's it's way more prudent this way to 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 ban the fights in the queue and people are still gonna go watch games i'm pretty sure. exactly <laughs> exactly like the if the small very loud sect that says this is horrible for hockey you know fine stop watching first of all i doubt you're gonna stop watching you're gonna continue to watch because it's hockey mm-hmm. and it's probably your favorite sport but mm-hmm. like anyways it's, it's it's insane to me that people are just so heavily against 16 to 20 year olds fighting and it's like they don't know how to protect they're not going to know how to protect themselves well guess what you know like teams the, i remember when the canadians got shea weber and it was like nobody is going to touch carry price now nobody i don't know there were like multiple clips of people crashing into carry price and like shea weber's on the ice he's just like not doing anything or, or he'll throw a cross check or he'll get in the mix on a scrum. He's not fighting people because fighting is a detriment to your team, not only to yourself and to your brain development. It's a, it's, it's a detriment to your team on the ice. So like it's, it's a selfish play all around anyways. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, good move for uh, the QMJHL. Um, Charles, uh, thank you very much for joining us. Uh, always yeah, appreciate it. And uh, we'll talk to you uh, in the very, very near future. Hopefully. We'll have another yep. trade to talk about when Jeff Petrie and Casey Smith <laughs> get, get traded and we could talk about the implications of that trade. Enjoy your weekend, my friend. Absolutely. Thank you and have a good show, man. Thank you very much. Now it's time for Six Sports Cards. Six Sports Cards. Presented by Sports La Tornade. All right, he's with us. It is Tornado Chris. Six Sports Cards is presented by Sports La Tornade. Sports cards, collectibles, and more. Visit the store at 1 Avenue de la Fabrique in Vaudreuil, Dorian. It's been a long time. You know, I thanked you over text. I haven't had the chance to thank you in person, but it's a while ago now. But thank you for the amazing Max Crosby pillow that you made for me all those months ago for my gift exchange. Very, very much appreciated. My friend loved it. Good, good. No problem. 
Thank you. His his, his wife didn't love it so much, but so you know, it's in his <laughs> it's in his office, not on his couch. But hey, he okay, still loves okay. it, and he yeah. sent me a picture of where he's hanging it up. It's uh, it's really really cool, and I uh, can't thank you enough, Chris. No problem. Um, thank you. All right, so uh, let's let's get this thing going. Um, we haven't t- spoken a while, so uh, it's a new season in the NHL coming up. That means new cards coming out, new additions. What are uh, some of the hot new releases coming up? Well, we have uh, we definitely have some hot new releases that have come out, and some that are coming out. Um, I feel I got off I got off um, my track of mind uh, after your last uh, yeah. discussion with the with the <laughs> fighting. I, I lost track. I was going to be one of the guys that 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 bashes you in the comments, but anyways. Yeah, it's uh, okay. <laughs> it's a, it's a, like like you said, it's a, it's a difference of opinion, but um, I like it. Some people don't. Um, but hey, listen, listen. I always said I got time for an NHL fight when it's yeah. merited. I always yeah. have time, but when it's you know a sixteen to twenty year old kid, you know let's uh, yeah. let's leave that to the side. That's what it is for me. I, I just feel like. Um, if you ask any NHL GM right now what his top three priority is um, for a playoff push, winning yeah. a Stanley Cup, they need that guy. That's one of the that's they one of the toughness, key points. Yeah. They need one of the key points. Um, I don't even I don't know if you remember um, a couple of years ago, Tampa just ran over everybody all season long. They just mm-hmm. they beat everyone. They finished first and and they they went up against Columbus and John Tortorella. Yeah. Four, four straight and he just roughed them up with every goon that he had possible he just roughed them up and uh, anyways so yeah new releases um when we come to baseball baseball is a uh, it's been hot mm-hmm. this summer uh tops chrome baseball that was a big uh, big one that came out in the last two weeks so currently we're waiting on a restock but we definitely sold out of tops chrome baseball um there's a lot of uh hot new uh, Ellie Dela Cruz stuff. Well, that's uh, what, so, I was just about to ask you about him. Yeah. I wanted to know, like, what's uh, I'm yeah. pulling an Ellie Dela Cruz uh, rookie card. Did I just win the lottery? Yes, yeah. you did. Yeah, in the top <laughs> Chrome baseball. Yeah, yeah. Um, there is some uh, other stuff like Metal Universe Champions. It's kind of a mix of all sports. That's where you're going to get your Tiger Woods, your Michael Jordan mm. kind of stuff. It's it's multi uh, multi sport. There's also um, Goodwin Champions, which is also a multi-sport that came out. Um, Upper Deck Ice, which is very popular. It was late coming out because of COVID, the, the, the backlash of COVID. Uh, so Upper Deck Ice was a 21-22 product that came out. But um, now we just got in uh, MVP Hockey yesterday. MVP Hockey is a 2023-24 product, which brings out our first look at a, at a Connor Bedard card. Hmm. There is not actually the Connor Bedard card physically in the box, but you can get a redemption card in which you send away. And when he does sign and when his cards do come out, you will get a card mailed to you by Upper Deck. So they're called redemption cards. So, it, po- that, so that comes in the pack. I open a pack of cards and it's going to say like it's basically a voucher right exactly it's going to have a little scratch uh little uh little piece of the card is going to be a scratch you're going to get a code you go on the upper deck redemption website you enter your code and they'll ship you your card okay amazing so, so um just quickly just to go back to the uh you know i love hearing the prices of these things cuz it's yeah. I, I love it you know it's, yeah, it's yeah. great yeah. um 
Ellie Dela Cruz rookie card. What's that? Uh, what's that been going for these days? Uh, the top Chrome Ellie Dela Cruz right now. I ha- I'd have to check the comparison on on eBay. There's probably not a lot sold, but um, mm. but like I'm gonna say two three hundred bucks to to, to start oh. off. Um, if you get it, yeah, people. That, and the, well, that's the one ones, that we we played that we played that game, right? Like keep buy or sell. That's one you're 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 buy, you're buying that you're buying that at two three hundred dollars. I'm buying, but uh, a lot of people that are getting that card right now are sending immediately to uh, a grading company to get graded. Mm, so right. if it comes back, then you're looking more seven eight hundred at a at a good like PSA ten or something. Mm-hmm. So okay. I think there there's a Dela Cruz baseball is a bit tricky too because. There is a there's a prospect card, so it's called the first Bowman Chrome Auto, which came out last year, and then now this year would be a more of a rookie card. So there's like a prospect card, there's a rookie card, so you can have some names in two different years. Where in hockey, it's not like that. Everything will be in the same year. Hmm. But uh, yeah, baseball has the prospect card, which people tend to think that one is worth more than the actual rookie card. Okay. Um, So let's, let's go back to uh, the Connor Bedard uh, thing. Um, So you get a, you get this code, they'll ship you the card. Uh, You know, that one, I mean, you must've won the lottery on that one also. So MVP, MVP is the first box that comes out every year. And it's Mm -hmm. pretty much, I want to say targeted more towards kids it's a lower end product. It's a cheaper box. You can pick up an MVP box right now and anywhere between $80 to $100. And you can uh, have a nice opening 24 packs like you would like a, a Series 1 or a Series 2 that comes out later uh, later this year. And a lot of the autograph cards are like a stamp. It's not like a hard signed on card mm-hmm. auto. You can get some that are sticker autos. So... You know, they'll send uh, Connor Bedard a whole thing of stickers. He'll sign all the stickers and then they'll stick them on the cards. That's another form of getting an autograph, but not as good as like later on when he signs actual cards. Mm-hmm. So MVP right. is a lower end product. So saying you won the lottery for that product. Yes, you won the lottery okay. in, in that certain product, but there's much more to come this year that's going to be worth a lot more than the MVP Connor Bedard. Okay, gotcha. So, yeah. so you didn't. You're not like over the. I mean, you're over the moon because you know it's pretty cool that you got a Connor Bedard card. But it's like wait, you know, till the top of the line product comes and start rolling your dice on that on that product. That's right. So you you hit you hit the biggest card of that series. Okay, gotcha. But but um, but there's different different series. Some worth more than others. So what would be, you know let's it's the end of the nhl season right now 2023 24 all the products are out what's the one where it's like this is big time so the biggest the biggest product that upper deck mates is called the cup mm-hmm. though they've been asked many times if they're going to come out with anything bigger and they always say no the cup is the is the end goal that's the nhl standard is everyone wants the cup and that's their highest product is called the cup um that's when you get your that's when you're hitting jackpots that's when you're hitting the big big time uh you're talking a couple thousands many thousands of dollars if you hit 
a rookie. And when it comes to the cup, your card will be a rookie auto patch. So you'll have a piece of his, the patch of his Jersey. It'll be autographed. It'll be rookied. It'll be numbered to 99, numbered to 49. You can, you can, they'll stick some one of ones in there. Um, so you, you can get, you can get low numbered cards and those are the big ones that everybody, well, I want to say everybody, cause the cup is not for everybody. It, mm-hmm. It's a certain, certain collector, the big time guys that will go after the cup. Mm. Um, so let me, let me ask you this now. Um, cause and yellow, uh, so graciously told me to ask you this because he said, you're going to get very excited when I ask you this. Yes. What is a live sports card break? So live sports sports bar, uh, live sports card break is becoming uh, more and more pop- popular. It started a couple of years ago, where not sure who invented this, but it's just become huge on everybody's platform, and it's all over every single social media: Facebook, TikTok, YouTube, uh, name it. It's all there. What it's it's basically a share of the cost. So. If you can't afford to buy yourself a box of the cup, say a box of the cup is twelve hundred dollars. Well, this is a way of getting into a possibility of getting yourself a nice cup card. So what we would do is we pick out random boxes. We'll pick three, four boxes at a time. Uh, uh, it could be different series, and we couldn't. St- we can stick a, a cup box in in the the live break. And what we'll do is we will total the the amount, the cost amount of each box. So if if all four boxes total up to a thousand dollars, we will we will um, take how many teams there are in the league. So if I if I take NHL for instance, thirty two teams. So I will divide that two thousand dollars divided by thirty two, come out with a number. So if it comes out to say I'm in like $26. Right. Mm -hmm. And I, and I, as a store owner, I need to make a little bit of profit. So I'm going to sell each spot at $30. So I can sell a, a, um, a spot at $30, 32 times you buy a spot. You say, I want out of 32, I want number nine. So I give you Madohan number nine. That's your spot. Once I fill all 32 spots, I'm then going to take all 32 NHL teams, put them in the in a randomizer, and I'm going to random off. I'm going to random those teams, and you're going to get assigned a team. Mm-hmm. So then th- you're going to get assigned a team. So you get with the number nine spot, you get assigned the Montreal Canadiens. We are then going to go live on Facebook in our group. So we have a sp- we have a breaking page only. We do live uh, sports card breaks. It's called Spal La Tornade Breaks. It's on our fa- we it's a it's actual Facebook group. You mm-hmm. can join you can ask to join the group. We bring you in. You can now watch the live video of myself or somebody in our store opening those four boxes. We're going to open those boxes and everybody watches, everyone writes in the comments, everyone gets excited about what we can possibly possibly pull, especially out of the cup box cuz mm. you know if we if we pull a Cole Caulfield rookie auto patch, well, it's going to Matt O'Han because he's got the Montreal Canadiens. Oh, okay, that's really that's a cool system. I love that. So okay. you all the cards, all the cards that go like every card that would be Montreal Canadiens would go to you because that was the team that you were assigned. 
So right. it's a bit it's a bit random. Sometimes you you get you get assigned a team that you don't necessarily like. Sometimes you can trade it, but sometimes you're stuck with it, and you mm -hmm. never know. Sometimes there's only one or two autographs per box, and it could fall on your New York Islanders team or your Calgary Flames or someone that you don't necessarily want, but you actually got the best card in the box. So it's 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 kind of gambling. It's a bit of gambling, but people are so into it and the fun of opening the boxes. And I find that it's great for the market just because it puts more cards out on the market. And just mm. after when you go to shows and you go to you go to all these these uh, conventions, stuff like that, there's more product out there. And and if you ask people, hey, where did you get this? Oh, I got this on a break. I guy shipped it to me. You know, once the break is done, we divide up all the cards to who they belong to and we ship them or people can come pick them up at the store. I really, I really like that because it's also like, you know, I, I, I like watching, uh, I was more as a kid, uh, more into the, I, I had my fair share of hockey cards, but I was into the Pokemon and the Yu-Gi-Oh cards and like every so often the, 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 un, the unboxing or the, you know, just a pack opening pops up on my TikTok and I'll watch it. So, yep. but this is a cool way. Like it's way more interactive because like you're a part of it, you know, it's, but, but a million times better than yeah. just watching some guy open and be like, Oh, look what I got. Well, look what we got. And now it's yours. Yeah. <laughs> so there's, amazing. there's actually two forms of live breaking. So I explained to you the uh, first, the, the first one, which is called team random. So mm. it's, you're randomly assigned a team. There's other ways of doing it where you can uh, divide the teams and you can put a price on each team and you can sell mm. each team individually so if i'm looking in the series of 21 22 caulfield's the big rookie the montreal canadians are going to cost more than say a columbus blue jackets that has not that many good rookies and right. you know that that spot might sell for 20 dollars, and the canadians might sell for 100 but your odds of hitting the big one are more so you those are those are more uh specific they're, they're called team select so you can do a team select or a team random where you sell either, either you sell a number or you sell a team. I love that. I love that yeah. a lot. Um, I, I'd be remiss if I didn't ask you two more questions. Go Mark, ahead. How are the Joe Burrow cards doing? The Joe Burrow cards are <laughs> non-existent right now in my store. Um, oh, okay. All sold out, but uh, I don't know. Every now and then I, I guess, he, you know what? I, I He's such a great quarterback, but like he's in like the the AFC is is just crazy oh God, good. It's, it's it, stacked. It's it just stacked, and like it, it's it's going to be tough. I I don't know what what happened. I didn't follow up on his injury. He, he was fine, right? So yeah, so he's fine. Uh, there's no specifics on the on the calf strain, like on uh, on a timeline, because our coach is better. Uh, Zach Taylor is better than anyone at saying nothing while saying a lot of words. Um, but he basically said several weeks, um, from that point, there was six weeks to the season. You know, the way I see it is you had a couple beers with your friends. That's two. Yeah. You had a few, three or four. Yeah. Several is five, six, seven, eight. So that's right. That's where I, that's where I'm, uh, I'm so at for, right now. For, for Joe Burrow, um, you're close to missing. You're close to missing the wave. 
If you were to mm. buy some Joe Burrow, you would have bought it in the last two months during the offseason. That's where you would have got a better deal. But now preseason has started, and now we're starting to hear more talk about football. And once the season starts, that's where you're going to get the prices are going to go up when it comes to Burrow and Mahomes and Allen mm. and all these guys. Their prices will go up as the products are starting to come out more and more now with football. Right now, football, uh, there's two lower-end products that come out that came out. But once we get into the more popular ones, that's where you're going to see the price hike for football. And uh, my next question for you, how are you feeling about your Colts this year? I, you know what? I have not studied enough on this new quarterback. I just, mm-hmm. I just hear and read odd things. I don't know enough about him. But for the last three, four years, I find like that's the missing piece is the quarterback. Uh, we have a great team all around. Always a great We're, defense. Always ju- a great defense. Absolutely. And, and we just need that. The quarterback is the most important piece, but like, again, again, being in the AFC right now is just such a tough, it's it's gonna be tough. And uh... I'll say this, the biggest thing, I'm not expecting a lot of the Colts this year. Um, However, the biggest thing you have going for the Colts is that you're in the weakest division in, in, in the AFC. Right. So like, yeah, there's the Jaguars and they're the hot team right now, but like, they went eight and eight last year. You know, I know they finished strong, but the fact is they went eight and eight or, yeah. uh, or nine and eight or whatever it was because they added another game. So the, that, that division to me is always up for grabs. It's always a weird one. So uh, I think you have that going. And I, and I really think that Anthony Richardson, I think he's going to be, yeah, you know, not, not the best right off the bat like he's not gonna be dynamic right off the bat could be a justin field situation where like this season he plays and you're like this guy's a bum and then next year he plays and you're like oh this is the guy we draft yeah this is the guy yeah well hopefully that's the case but uh if i i don't uh i try to i try to do a prediction by before the first game all right right. I, i i can't i can't I just can't bet against. I can't bet against Mahomes. I, can't, I just can't do it. Oh my God! Yeah. Well, come on. Yeah, I, I, I think. I think he's going to win more. I, th- I just think he's going to continue. Well, it's it's crazy because you know, like I, I'm a guy who's like I hate Mahomes, but I don't yeah, hate him in in terms of like how I hate you know the Boston Bruins or the Toronto Maple Leafs. I hate him right. because he's so good. Yeah, you know? exactly. It's so it, it's it's I respect the hell out of him. So uh I have a like after the Bengals lost to the to the uh to the Chiefs, I look my friends were asking me, who are you betting on? Who are you betting on in the Super Bowl? I go, but I, I'm not betting against Mahomes anymore. I but 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 the two the two last seasons, I feel like it was the two best football games I ever saw was yeah, was Chief, Chiefs uh Chiefs Bengals and Chiefs Bills. It, it like yeah. that game against the Bills. Uh, two years ago was like that was by far the best game I ever watched. Yeah, by far. And last year's AFC title game was incredible because you know the one the one when the Bengals won, they were down at one point, you know, I think 17 or 18 points. Uh, I had lost hope at one point. Um, but then like obviously they claw their way back. But the, the you know, this past year was like back and forth, blow for blow, heavyweight against heavyweight. It was exactly what it was supposed to be. But yeah, I'm just excited. I'm excited for football to be back. Perfect. Good. Um, yeah, I had one more thing to talk about. Sorry. Oh, hit me, I, uh, hit me, hit me. 
we have now in store, we have something new that we've, we've started. We, um, we have joined forces with a company called Slab Sharks. Slab mm. Sharks is a eBay consignment uh, group that does enorm- a, a lot, a lot of advertising and they're big on all platforms. And we send a lot of cards there. They do weekly auctions from Thursday to Thursday. Uh, anybody who has anything to sell that would like to consign, you bring it to us. We go through Slab Sharks. They have the best rate uh, percentage of return on your on your cards, and mm. it's a very easy process. Uh, and you get the most exposure with Slab Sharks. It's a very good option for anyone looking to sell. So that's like you would become, uh, you know, like when you say in terms of recognition, like a very like high rated seller, that's the best place to be a high rated seller. Well, that's it on eBay. On eBay, a lot, a lot is exposure, how many followers you have, how much feedback you have. Um, so with our, with my store, I can put it on my store also, mm-hmm. but I don't, um, it's hard because I have a store. I don't, they, they just do eBay. They just do consignment. So mm. Their main focus is to every day put up publicity like, oh, look at this big McDavid card. Look at this big. They, they really push your card and they will really advertise it where if I put it on my eBay, it's there. But I, I don't necessarily put out advertisements and stuff like that. And they have, they have thousands and thousands worth of feedback. I'm in the hundreds right now. Mm-hmm. So it's definitely a good option for people. And it's always cool to follow the auctions they get a lot of hits on their auctions that's uh well there you go that, for the all the card uh, the card junkies out there you have another avenue and exactly. uh, i mean I, and the biggest thing is if you have any questions you call this guy because he's yes. the guy <laughs> that knows anything and everything there is to know about cards so just uh, tell us one more time where we could find your store yeah we're in vaudreuil dorian right on the 20 so it's one avenue de la fabrique in vaudreuil dorian Tornado Chris, it's always a pleasure. Thank you very much. Have a good day, Matt. Yeah, and enjoy your weekend. All right, that's it for me. I'm off to enjoy a vi- what is to be a very, very exciting Metallica concert. Hopefully, any percentage point better than the Guns N' Roses one. If you know, you know. Thank you very much. We'll catch you next time. And that's a wrap. Hope you don't miss us too much until next time. Follow the Sick Podcast with Tony Marinero on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts. The Sick Podcast is brought to you by Energy Transportation Group. Driven to be different. La Vida TV. Embrace your true nature. And Playground, your premier gaming destination.